fun. Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the Challenge USA Episode 8. We are Caffeine Confessionals, and today it is the Alan and Zoe Show. I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Vermonti and Zoe Tromboli. Hi, everyone. We got an episode of the Challenge USA. No more partnerships, a headbanger elimination, things that we've been asking for, and it really did not play out how we've been wishing for. It was such a letdown because we finally started moving in the right direction. Uh, I mean, the outcome isn't terrible, but the execution was it was disappointing. And it definitely felt like a monkey paws thing where, like, everything we've been wishing for, they gave us, but then it was just the worst possible outcome of what could have happened. And a lot of it is their fault on production side of, like, what they, – they're repeating a lot of the same issues and then some of just the cast problems where this male cast is just very weak. Um, I think that's just part of the issue. Um, but, yeah, we have new partnerships. It's a wholly individual game. And one of the people we see talking about it at the jump is Tyson where he's like, oh, my God. Before all the women were going to save me, now they might actually take a shot at me. Yeah. I think that he he always has a good pulse of what's going on in the house. He has an understanding of where he is in the game. Um, I was confused when Ben said that he wanted Tyson to stay and he wants to go against him in a final. It's like honorable to the point of stupid. Not a good idea. And it's funny, too, because you have, like, the storylines where Ben is getting frustrated by how well Tyson's doing, how Tyson has gone against his alliance. But then I feel like that confessional is just him trying to play up a character. And I'm not trying to say, like, Ben is, like, a, like, a bad guy, but I do think he has, like, two conflicting sides to him. And I just wish there was, like, a more consistent character. Yeah, I think he's, like, just an emotional player. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where that comes from, that he just goes with his heart wherever it leads him. It is kind of crazy, too, because I think Ben and Danny after Tyson are pretty clearly the top two guys after Tyson. Um, but they didn't have the money to qualify for the final just yet because they haven't seen elimination because nobody would want to throw them in. But now it's hit a point in the game where the final is getting near. And they're like, and Danny's seriously just talking about it. He's like, well, I guess I got to throw myself in to win some money at this point. Yeah, as he should. I think Kiki would approve. On the women's side, one woman did not have the money to qualify for a final, and it's Sarah. Ugh. I hope that this lasts, but just her saying that in this episode gave me such a sense of satisfaction, just thinking, going through the list and being like, okay, Sarah has is the only woman that has not earned enough money to be in the final. Can the final be tomorrow? I just, I just, it's just so funny too, because it's like, you're part of the problem. Everyone in this, else in this house has money for a reason because they've won stuff. You just haven't won stuff, and that's what it comes down to. I did enjoy David uh, talking with Desi and someone else where he's just like, this is this is like making the merge and Survivor. This feels amazing. I'm just happy to be at this point. And, yeah. you know, he kind of reminds me of, he kind of reminds me of Michael Scott from The Office in, like, very little ways. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's just in his own world. You're like, he kind of makes friends, kind of doesn't. Doesn't seem like he's in on all the inside jokes, but he's just happy to be here. Yeah, he's like, um... A Michael Scott who is on a lot of depressants just very oh no <laughs> no no <laughs> he's just like he's so flat 
I, David seems like the guy who like has a spare pencil in class all the time. Like he doesn't have any answers, but you need an extra pencil in class. He has it for you. He seems like a sweet guy. Honestly, when I was ranking the guys heading into this episode, he's at three or four. Like he's one of the guys I would want there if I'm one of the women in the final at this point, because it is getting to be slim pickings with the guys. As we saw, we go to the daily challenge. And actually, before we go to the Daily Challenge, we get a scene with Ben. Mm. And because this is important, it goes all throughout the episode. Ben, he can't sleep. Uh, it's the anniversary of the death of his best friend from the Marines, which is, I don't know, sucked my heart a bit. And it shows a very human element to Ben. It's been part of his story since he joined Survivor. Um, I always like when we get to see the real life part of people on these shows. And he carries with, with him all the time. It's, just, it puts part of the, it's part of the human he is now. And... As we saw throughout the episode, it was a big part of Ben's story. Yeah. Um, It was sweet. I think that it's hard. I can't, being in a challenge house is hard enough, but then to have that weighing on you, I think it's very, it's very telling about Ben as a person that he wanted to use that emotion and channel it into his performance and not be dragged down by it or overcome by it. And, and it's it's much different from what we see on the MTV show. We ne- we don't ever see a storyline like that on the MTV show. Um, yeah, Ben has real life stuff, and he's a very loyal dude, even to a fault, as we see with some of you know some of the moves he makes. But it tugged at my heartstrings personally. We go to the daily challenge, and it's a really boring daily challenge. Uh, players have to jump off a little boat onto a bridge over water that's filled with soap, run back and forth four times. Uh, as they're doing this, people can shoot water from them from a hose from across the way, uh, but it's not people they're playing against. It's the opposite gender who, I mean, it, I don't really know how it affected stuff. I don't really. Were they able to pick their partners too? Because it seemed like everybody was set up to go with someone that was going to leave them alone. It should have been... Um women trying to blast women with hoses, men trying to blast men. It's just very weird to me that that's how they did it. It's like production feels at this point, like are they actively trying to make this show more boring? Is that what they're doing? At at this point? Yeah. Because like, it's the same problem we had with the partner challenges where there's no contact between the players. Really. We're not seeing them go head to head and we just watch them go one at like two at a time, but there's no timer going. So we really don't even have a gauge on whether someone did well at times. There's really know how they're doing relative to their competition that we see, but it's just, it's boring watching someone walk back and forth four times. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we can only tell based on the reactions of the people watching who's doing well and who's not doing well, unless you've completely fell off like Kayla and Desi did. Fortunately for them, it's not female elimination day, but yeah, just yeah. nothing exciting. It wasn't female elimination day, so that also like lowers some stakes in this challenge as well. And like the hardest part of this challenge was jumping from the boat to the platform. That looked like that was the hardest part. And then everything else was just literally walk across the platform. No problem at all. Um, Enzo does really badly. On his on his dismount, he actually cuts up his leg, requires two to three stitches after, uh, goes painfully slow. Ben kills it. And you can tell he kills it because he had his entire thing done when Enzo was maybe barely half done. And the whole time, it's like Ben's just cheering on Enzo like, yeah, man, good pace, good pace, which just had me laughing. Yeah. 
Enzo also said something interesting at one point. He's like, says everyone's brats and they don't want us here. I'm like, dude, all these guys want you here in the final. No one is scared of you. They might not want to face you in certain eliminations because eliminations are just a roll of the dice. doesn't really matter, but nobody minds the idea of facing you in a final. Yeah, I mean, people keep him around as, like, the class clown. I mean, Ben and Danny talked about it. Like, you know what? I just kind of like this guy having him around. He just he says, like, stuff he's not supposed to say. He kind of cracks me up. Like, I don't have TV in this house, so I got Enzo for, like, a few minutes every day. That's what he is in the house. He's not a competitor. Yeah. He's just, I mean, props to him for having a decent social game, I guess, that people enjoy being around him. But yeah. because later in the episode, we'll get to more about that. But yeah, he shouldn't, he shouldn't still be here, really, on paper. No. Uh, on the female side, we see Sarah do well. Uh, and we see Alyssa really kill it um, as well. She did not come top top two, but Melissa versus Justine was a really good matchup. They both did really solid. Uh, on the men's side, did anyone really stand out other than, uh, the, before we get to who came in second place, did Tyson, Danny, or David really stand out? I think Tyson did well. Um, I think he thought he was towards the top after he was done. But, yeah, not as much. Danny beat David. But again, we're just seeing this relative. We don't have time, so we don't really know. Angela kills it. Big challenge yeah. on the female. Going, we see a lot of haterness from Sarah, where she's like, I don't really get it. I don't think she's as competitive that everyone makes her out to be. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's winning daily challenges. She's consistently elevating bad partners. And this first individual challenge, she wins it again. And she's doing well in challenging components of dailies. Like, she's crushing the swims. She was the one that was balancing when she was partnered with Kylan. Like, she's crushing it. And I know she knows Angela is also in shape. So I really, it just came across like she was so jealous of her. That's the only way I could read that. I thought it, I was happy she said it because I think it was revealing of her and her jealousy and her pettiness and sorry that Angela's kicking your ass right now, Sarah. And when Angela was given her confessional, like, maybe, like, a few minutes later, it was very revealing that she was also, like, yeah, I don't really care for Sarah. I just don't, I just, I just think she sucks. Like, yeah. I mean, she didn't say that, but that's essentially what she said. It made me like her even more. She's seeing what we see. Uh, we had a surprising performance from Leo on the men's side. Uh, he went all out because he knew if he didn't win, he'd probably be going into elimination. Yeah, I also think it was just part of this daily didn't really require any special skills or anything. You had to have like a moderate level of coordination. Um, I think he has the right build for this challenge. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, not much to make out of this challenge. Ben gets the win and he's tearing up. It's a good heartwarming moment. Um, winning it for him and his friend. Now he's qualified to make it to the final. And, I mean, it's hard to see him, it's hard to expect him going into an elimination unless uh, he comes in last place in a future challenge. So Ben is, he's in a great spot. Yeah. He's not too much of a threat to some of the other guys that they would throw him in, but he's enough of a threat that 
you don't want to roll the dice in an elimination against him and the girls are going to want to keep him around like because as we pointed out there's not many great men left to run a final with and holding true to challenge tradition there's a really good chance they're going to be paired at least at some point during the final 1000 percent uh we come out of the daily challenge and it's politicking time with enzo going into elimination uh angela she sees this as her opportunity to make a play for herself and she pitches to ben hey how about we make an alliance you the three of the survivor guys and me and Alyssa, you don't call any of our names going forward, and we'll look after you guys because me and Alyssa are probably going to win again. On paper, really strong alliance because her and Alyssa are beasts. The problem is they've been working with Desi and Sarah the entire game. I mean, Ben is literally, like, tied to the hip with Sarah. And so she kind of comes at it a bit too heavy-handed, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I honestly, I appreciate Alyssa or I appreciate Angela wanting to play this game hard and really strategizing. I think it's cool to watch because frankly, there hasn't been a lot going on because it's been so survivor heavy in so many ways. Um, But I think she made a mistake. One, not wanting to include the Love Island girls because looking ahead to the future, Justine has a good chance at winning a challenge too. And I think they're just so outnumbered, Alyssa and Angela. And I think it's because Angela is so confident in her abilities to win moving forward that she doesn't feel the need to pull more women in. And I think it's delusional to think that none of the Survivor guys are going to tell Sarah and Desi. Like, it's going to come out. Yeah, and I think I understand that she wanted to go at Ben because they were partnered for this elimination or for this vote. But I don't think it was, like, the right way to go at it. I think the right way to go at it is that you and Alyssa go to Tyson and Danny and people where it's more, like, reasonable towards them, and you include Desi in that, where it's like, hey, how about you two plus me, plus Alyssa, plus Desi? I don't think the five of us will lose again. I think at least one of us is going to win going forward, but it's once you include Dom and Sarah and and Ben, it's like it's just all these moving pieces that you can't rely on. I agree. It's... I think maybe part of it is there is a fear of going against Desi in a final, not, I think Angela's super confident, but you would be kidding yourself to think that Desi's not also a threat to win. Um, there's no point in including Dom in that. He could get lucky with another janky challenge, but he's not likely to win. He, and he's been really hostile towards you up until this point, And you have to look at Ben and Sarah as a duo. You just have to. We see the men then, you know, we go to the club, we see the men in the house, like, discuss the idea of them going into elimination. David says he's just ready for elimination, which I actually believe, because I just feel like David has been, you know, ever since his first day in Big Brother, just knows that he can be gone at any moment. So I actually, I actually did believe that. Yeah, gotta stay ready. I appreciate that. And they did it while making him look so tired. Like, they, they gave him the worst edit in that moment of him just looking like he's, like, kind of resting and napping almost. Like, I'm like, he doesn't look that ready. Not, that's what I'm saying. He's. I'm not saying that he really is on depressants, but every time you see him, he's like half asleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Danny talks about the idea of going in just like, you know, as part of the game, something that might happen. Uh, at the bar, Leo tells Angela that if he doesn't go into elimination, he will name not his third cat, because his third cat, which he will get eventually, will be named after Alyssa, his future fourth cat will be named after Angela. And for that reason, keep keep him out of elimination. 
Good pitch, Leo. Really good pitch. Of all people, of all the women left in the house, I would go out on a limb and say Angela's going to be the least moved by that. Just Catboy makes cat plays and he just doesn't know anything oh. else. Ooh. And then we see Sarah. Good old Sarah. With her French At- and the sweatshirt while everyone else is looking fabulous. Yeah, I'm a hater. I'm gonna stay on brand. Enzo has some stitches. He's like, oh, I don't know if I can go in this elimination. Like, it's just two stitches, man. Just, it's part of the game. You gotta, you're not, you're obviously not that banged up, but he plays up that factor, which I don't think helps him at all because I think they're just like, they would throw someone strong in elimination, if anything, against him to make sure because it's just easy money for anyone else. But Sarah sees this and she's like, well, I can be Enzo in elimination, whether it's physical, mental, whatever. I'm going to be the first woman to beat a man in elimination, which the first ever elimination challenge history was between a man and a woman. Sarah Grace and the Queen of the Gauntlet beat a man. She beat two men that season. Uh, the first two seasons of the challenge had, you know, unisex eliminations. So wouldn't be the we first. Had the, we had a bunch on Final Reckoning, too. Yeah. So history, recent history, she's not right on that fact. And also, she's just saying this because she knows she's not going to go in elimination because they aren't going to let it happen because the men need their opportunity to earn money in this game. I was trying, I was like, is this an intimidation tactic? Is it like just you trying to get more TV time? It was so delusional to me just completely lacking in self-awareness again just staying with the theme of the season for her why would any of the men let you take that opportunity from them if they wanted to go in and i'm sorry in a physical elimination you're not beating enzo i'm like the first person to be very pro women empowerment i love the idea of a girl going against a guy and being able to take them out. But this is not it. It just wasn't it. And I, I, maybe it's just the messenger here, but the whole thing and the way she was bragging about it to the other girls, it just like, she just grinds my gears. It's so grating. <laughs> and I'll say this. I do think Sarah could actually beat Enzo in a lot of different eliminations because I don't think Enzo's very good. I think she's, you know physically fit and a decent competitor in her own right. But it's like Polly on War of the Worlds 1 when they had that three-way elimination. And he's like, hey, TJ, can I just face Kyle one-on-one in pro wrestle? And it's like, no, you obviously cannot face Kyle one-on-one in pro wrestle. This is a three-person elimination. Two people are being sent home. You're just trying to break the rules, and you're just saying the stuff out of your ass to make yourself look better, when in reality, you know for a fact it cannot happen. Exactly. And the last person you want to be compared to on the show is Polly. So congrats, Sarah. We're going by this episode fast. And you can tell there wasn't a lot going on this episode. Mm-mm. We get to the elimination arena. Who do they vote in? Catboy Cat Leo himself. Because it's the easiest option. It's the one that makes the least amount of waves. And so... After all this season, we've been begging for a headbanger elimination. Give us give us Angela versus Sarah. Give us Desi versus Justine. Give us 
Actually, let us see Desi just destroy Sarah. But, you know, <laughs> give us something good. Even and what, Danny against Enzo or Danny against Ben. I would Dave, like to see yeah. Danny take out Dom. I just want to see Danny in a hall brawl because he's the name that keeps coming up because most of these guys I don't want to see in a hall brawl. Um, Hell, I'll see Alyssa and Kayla in a pole wrestle over these two guys. It's... We got Leo and Enzo in a hall run. It just it just sucks because you know that like you have one guy who just completely outsizes the other guy, but he is not athletic whatsoever. And then you have the other guy who like he's a ball of fury, maybe good with math and puzzles, but he doesn't know how to tackle at all. And like hall roll when you have two people who don't know how to tackle, it's the worst game ever. Well, it it just purely came down to size. There was no strategy, no I couldn't have been less interested because you knew exactly after the first hit when Leo stayed standing completely straight up and just ran his shoulder into Enzo that he was done. And I love the, I don't love it, but I thought it was funny when the crowd was like, oh, you know what, Leo's showing some fight. And it's like Leo's body was turned around away from the bell as he's just trying to hold Enzo back for like 10 seconds. And the second your back is turned from the bell, that means you're not winning. That just means you're not winning the elimination. It just once you're well, you can't get that momentum back, buddy. Um, so it was just it was hard to watch and it was hard to watch the crowd pretend it was all it was a real hall brawl because it was just an underwhelming mess of a show. It was so lackluster. I wish the hall had been a little longer too. It felt really short. Um, not that again, it wouldn't have made a difference with these opponents, but what I, and I also don't understand why it couldn't have been why we couldn't have stayed with double eliminations, why there wasn't a female elimination and a male elimination. I feel like we're just gonna drag this season out as long as possible. So that yeah, that's the, that's a real issue too because this season was really like it was hitting like a low point in the last couple of weeks, and now it's just feeling like it's being stretched even thinner than possible. We're losing. I mean, Catboy. Kevin was actually one of the most like energetic personalities on the show. Uh, and coming out of this elimination, he was very weirdly sour. He didn't want to like, he called everyone snakes and rats and stuff like that. And it's like, Leo, I'm sorry. You should be aware of what the game has been going on in front of you. And it's just take the loss. And saying they're all scared of him, refusing to come out and even say bye. Like I, there was a certain level of entertainment that came from his big personality throughout the last few weeks. But I thought as a huge challenge fan, I thought that was just disrespectful to the game. It made me done with the Leo show. There's still one of the cats here. We don't need any more of this. Just go home, get your bar back in order. See you never. God, this season's really... The, the social media drama of it has been actually been hilariously good with all the people getting into drama. There's like, you know, maybe showmance is going on, people throwing people under the bus podcast. But what we're getting as a product on TV, it's been kind of like the nightmare. But there there are glimmers of hope. I mean, Tyson is fantastic. Danny and Kiki are delight. Justine's amazing. Desi's amazing. Angela has really shined. I mean, like, there, there are a lot of people on the show I want to see move over to the main show, but what we're getting right now these last few weeks has been bad. Yeah. I, I I just think dragging this out for so long is not a good choice. 
you mentioned Justine and I blacked out for a second because she looks so good throughout this whole episode and we didn't really even get to see her. They were, when they were walking out to the club, she's wearing like these amazing red, I think they were red leather pants and she looks so good. And I was just like, we need more Justine on the screen. She just lights it up. I could have, I know Enzo was a big part of this episode, but take out a couple of his confessionals and let me see more of her. And my big hope moving forward is that we do get Justine, Angela, Alyssa, Desi, Tyson, Danny on the main show, Kylan, Kira, you know, there's a lot. It is funny too, at this point, like we're going to still watch the show. We're still going to review it. And we're going to hope that it it picks back up like it was the first few weeks because we had so much joy those first few weeks. And I don't like, I don't want to pretend that like, you know, the show really has been bad. I'm not going to I'm not going to say like, oh, I've enjoyed it. Like, no, this show has been bad the last few weeks and I have not had a lot of fun watching it. I've, I've like walked away from the hour being like, well, that was an episode. And I don't want that to be the challenge I watch. I think they're just taking the CBS lens a little too seriously. I, I wish they'd stayed a little more true to what challenge tip, like typical dailies and eliminations are about and just let them got, get a little dirtier. I know that some of them are old. They're more worried about them getting hurt, but then so be it. Like, pull in your alternates, do whatever you have to do. Cast younger people to begin with. It's just... And I, I do, yeah. I do think keeping it in sync with Big Brother is also maybe an issue where they want to have it on Big Brother every single week that Big Brother's on, on Wednesdays. Um, but this really feels like a 10-episode... It should be a 10-episode season, and they're going to make it a 15, 14-episode season. And, and that's the real issue, is that we're just... I don't know. They're they're moving the tires and certain stuff, and there's just not much room to tread. Yeah, I'm already crossing my fingers and hoping they don't try to break the final into two episodes. That's how far ahead I'm thinking, because I'm just ready to move on with it. I would fucking hate that. <laughs> just straight up, I would hate that. Apologies to everyone for this not being the most lively episode, but we don't get the most lively episode when they don't give us the best product. This wasn't even a most like a very hateable episode where we can make a lot of jokes. This was just an episode that existed. Yeah, but, I, mean, I pull out a few more Sarah Lucina jokes if people want, but I don't think that's uh, gone over like gangbusters the last few weeks. So. Yeah, I would say, but I'm very lucky to have you with me by my side, Zoe. It's been a delight with you as always. Make sure to follow Zoe on Twitter at Zoe Trimbo. Follow me on Twitter at the Alan Aguirre, at Caffeine Confessionals on Twitter at CA Confessionals, CaffeineConfessionals.com, get links to our Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, whatever it's called. Uh, make sure to hit a like on this YouTube channel, uh, hit a, hit subscribe. Just have a great day. Have a better day than Leo, everyone. <laughs>